Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Let's get the latest from Green Bay from Mike Clemens. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. Coach, at the risk of creating Bell Deer Watch, how did Jared look yesterday? Yeah, no, I thought he did a nice job yesterday, and um, but it was primarily walkthrough, so... It's, it was really tough to evaluate that in, in one walkthrough setting. So we'll just, you know, we'll play it day by day and, and see where he's at. Valdir Watch is now COVID Watch. He tested positive, and now we got to make sure that nobody else did. So far, so good, I guess. Mike Clemens, Green and Gold reporter for us at the Fan Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Yeah, so the Rams have these injuries. Okay, but if Packers. If they've got a little COVID to deal with, suddenly who knows what the hell's going to happen, Mike? Yeah, and let's talk about Jared Valdir, who, you know, got picked up by the Colts. I mean, uh, he did a great job against the Seahawks when Bulaga comes down with this horrible flu bug that Bakhtiari described on the big show as the worst virus I've ever had. Uh, by the way, this was going through the Packers locker room in December and January, and Bakhtiari had it the, the night it came down with it the night before the Seahawks game and could not go. They even though they were giving him IVs at three o'clock in the morning at the stadium. Valdir did a nice job. And so a lot of people thought, well just if Blaga leaves in free agency, which he did for big bucks to the Chargers, well just bring this guy back until you one of these young guys can be ready for right tackle. But they went with Rick Wagner and you know Rick has had some injuries but he's played nice the last couple of games. Everyone was commending him on how he got ready for that Bears game, uh, despite the knee injury he had. I guess that was against the Titans, and we saw him actually getting carted off. So it's it's Rick Wagner's job for right now, especially now that you've lost Bakhtiari and you want Billy Turner out there at left tackle. But uh, Jared got picked up by the Colts, was actually on their practice squad, but was activated in their loss, playoff loss to the Bills. Now, these players are tested every morning, Bart. When you they get up, they get into the place about 6, 6.30. They do their weightlifting, probably coming in with some coffee. You get swabbed. You, you put the little tracer thing on. It's all cleaned up, and you start your work day. And the results are shipped out to a lab in Jersey. They usually get back by 11 o'clock that night. So generally speaking, you know, when the floor comes in the next morning at I don't know, 5.30 or something like that, Doug Collins, head of security, the guy that's sort of been – you know, their COVID operations guy, 
um, has got that list for them if, if somebody tested positive or if there's a contact issue from outside the stadium, all that kind of stuff. So I think the Packers probably knew about this starting your work day yesterday. That clip you knew that you heard was about 11 o'clock yesterday, just before practice. You get to the practice field, Velder's not on the field. Now, he got into town on Monday. He went through that light work through the day before on Tuesday uh, where he was hitting guys with pads. I mean, there's, you know, there's pictures of that. Uh, but they say that with the tracing thing he had on, they don't have any concerns that he had contact, enough contact with any other players. And then when you get back inside, you know, they're using our media auditorium. It's a pretty big room um, for, what would it be, about nine, ten guys, their offensive line plus coaches, plenty of room to space out. And, you know, they do that distancing, and they walk around with masks on all day and wash their hands at these, you know, hand-cleaning stations about every 20 feet or so in the place. So confidence is high. Is it? And here's the other thing. It could be a false positive, right? I mean, how many false positives have there been in the NFL? Ask Matthew Stafford how that worked out. And so, you know, but like, you know, your last caller was saying, who knows? You might be, you know, we might be on COVID watch right up to kickoff time Saturday at 335. Man, I'm just, you know, obviously we're engaged in a conversation, so I'm listening to you. And as I'm listening to you, I'm envisioning the media auditorium, which is large. And then I'm envisioning nine guys spaced out there. And, you know, there's a virus. <laughs> it's like become normal that there's this virus. I know. It's no, insane. I know. No, you know, the, the only good news is, you know, is that there's going to be 6,000 people in there screaming their butts off. Yeah, I'm glad about that. I'm glad that they're going to get that to work out. A little bit of a feeling of, you know, coming back to normal. So um, that Rich Rich Gosselin report from Dallas Morning News, he's put out this excellent report on special teams every year, and it comes out and says, guess what? You know, your Green Bay Packers ranked 29th in special teams in the National Football League. And uh, Tyler Irvin, you know, went down in IR – you know, a month or two ago, they brought in Tavon Austin, and then he had the fumble on the punt return. I mean, you know, it hasn't been special. And so, you know, it seems like Matt LaFleur has just – he hasn't let Sean Menega, his special teams coordinator, there now for a second year. They haven't tried anything fancy. You know, it's like we got Aaron Rodgers. Just get the ball, okay? And if you can get us another 10 or 15 yards on the return, that would be nice. Uh, but uh, LaFleur was asked about going into this game because, like I said, defense is a bigger deal in playoffs, field position and special teams, coaching, coaching management, penalties, the ball bounces funny. And listen to what LaFleur said about his concerns about special teams going into the postseason. I think a lot of times when you when you get down to these types of games where you've got two evenly matched teams, a lot of times special teams is the answer. So that'll that'll get emphasized uh, importance of all hands on deck. It doesn't matter if you're a starter or you're the last man on the roster. Your contribution to special teams it's it's whatever it takes at this point. I mean, 2014. What do we think of? We think of a special teams play. Of all the things that happened against Seattle, we think of a special teams play. You know, yeah. Or, you know, a missed field goal 25, 30 years ago for, for Buffalo from Scott Norwood. I mean, it, it it makes a difference. And even some of the turnovers that happened in that, you know, Browns and Steelers debacle. And, you know, that 
you know, should you be thinking about that? Should you be thinking about a Steelers team that was 11-0 and then started losing some games and then was down 28-zip to the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> you know, can, you know, worst-case scenario, nightmares, turnovers, four interceptions by Big Ben, on and on and on. But, no, I mean, let's face it. Rodgers is just awesome right now. He's in the zone. He feels great. He's got some good weapons. He's got a decent enough line, even without Bakhtiari, perhaps to get this thing through. But it's things like special teams. So, Sean Menega now, you know, I mean, he did. He helped improve uh, the yardage they were losing on penalties quite a bit. And they, they went from being one of the worst to when he got to Green Bay. Now they're the third best team in, in special teams and not committing penalties. So that's an improvement. So we talked to him yesterday. Um, and that thing that LaFleur just said, it's all hands on deck. You hear players saying it. You hear coaches saying it. And that means it was said in the team meeting Tuesday morning uh, that he's, he's telling the whole team now, hey, if you know, you're Adrian Amos or Jair Alexander, don't be surprised if your name's up Saturday morning you know, on kick and, and punt coverage. It's all hands on deck. So Manica talked about, you know, the Rams have got some pretty good uh, special teams at least the last couple of games. Their coordinator is John Bonamago. John worked for the Packers under Sherman back in 2005, became a head coach for a while at Central Michigan. He's been around the league. Now he's been out with the Rams for the last couple of years. They got the Simbo Webster guy I was reading up about, a wide receiver uh, who caught on with the team, and he did such a good job. Uh, they gave him the job full-time at kick and punt returns. And then, of course, Johnny Hecker is one of the best punters in the league. He's the one that threw a pass to Sam Shields that flipped the game. That flipped the game two years ago, Bart, when it was Packers and uh, Rams out in the Coliseum. Beautiful day, and Packers were up in that game. And so just like Pete Carroll, you know, running that fake field goal, um, McCarthy's standing there, and, and there's Kevin King with his hips turned and not paying attention, and Sam Shields, instead of being a gunner, turns around, becomes a target. Hacker throws him the ball. They get a first down. They score a touchdown. They flipped it, you know, with a special teams uh, play. So Sean Manica talked about facing these Rams this weekend on, on teams. Uh, obviously, the returner. I think everything starts with him. I mean, they've got a good core. I mean, they're, they're big up front. Um, you have a, three outside linebackers that have good size. Rivers is the defensive end. You know, they've got some good skill guys, um, you know, Scott and Hughes at the DBs. And they've got a good mix of offensive and defensive players, and they're physical. Um, but I think Webster has done a good job for them as far as a kick returner and punt returner. He's very elusive and, you know, kind of, I think kind of gives them energy. He had, a, he had a big return last week against Seattle on kick return that kind of gave him good field position. So, and he's definitely a threat every time he touches the ball. So, um, you know, and obviously Hecker's, you know, one of the best punters in the NFL and, you know, does an excellent job and, um, you know, can, can definitely flip the field and can pin you down there. So, um, you know, they've got, they've got good specialists. So they're a good unit. They're well coached. Bono does a great job with them and stuff. And so we definitely have a, you know, big challenge in front of us, but our guys are looking forward to it. Talking with Mike Clemens, some special teams dissection going on. One of the, uh, one of the things last year that was such a storyline to follow was how they had negative punt return yards. The Packers did till they picked up Tyler Irvin. Well, Tyler Irvin this year he gets hurt. They bring in Tavon Austin, but still the the punt return it's been non-existent really, Mike. No, I mean this is shocking that right now they only have a total of 29 yards in punt returns. 
you know, I mean, they're not getting on the season. That should be a game. That should be how much you're getting in the game. Yeah, at least. So, uh, so Menenga was asked, you know, how do you fix something like that? We've got to do a better job. I think everything always starts outside, you know, blocking the gunners. I mean, you've got to be able to get them blocked. You know, so whether they hang the ball up and or not, you've got to try to get those guys blocked. And if it, definitely if we're doubling them, you've got to get those guys taken care of. And, um, you know, we've, then it's, it always starts outside. And then, obviously, you know, winning inside and winning your one-on-ones inside and stuff. But I think we've done a pretty good job inside. It's just we've, we've got to continue to try to get better outside. And, um, again, depending on – we've talked about this plenty of times in the past, but – Depending on where you're at and the down and distance gonna, is going to cause you whether or not you can double both gunners, one gunner, whether you have to have eight guys in the box, or you know, a lot of times if it gets uh, into a fourth and short situation, you know, maybe fourth and ten or eleven, and I'm I'm thinking in my mind that hey, I'm going to double both gunners, and all of a sudden, you know, they they have an eight yard completion now it's fourth and three, and now that totally changes whether or not we we single both gunners or. You know, we, we come in with maybe a little bit bigger inside package and stuff and have some more D-line and just to prevent the fake. And and now your return opportunities, you're singling the gunners and you're not going to get a very good hold up inside. So part of it is the down and distance field position and then, you know, getting the opportunity with a good punt, you know, maybe a low trajectory punt to get in the, in the returner's hands a little bit sooner and stuff. So, but it definitely is going to start outside first. Rams Packers, it's the first of the four games this weekend, Saturday 335 or so the kickoff 6,000 or so fans in attendance while the green and gold post with Sparky and Gary afterwards on the fan. Mike Clemens always a part of that too. Nationally, when people are looking at this game, Mike, uh, one of the big storylines is Devonte Adams versus Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Jalen's definitely probably the best corner in the NFL right now. He's bigger than some guys, when you watch him on TV, he's actually bigger in size. He's more physical. He's not a jam guy, as it turns out. He plays off. It's just his closing speed is so good. He's so good at you know locating the ball and then deflecting it and fit. You know he turns sure passes into 50-50 balls. That's what he's good. And he wraps up too. And he's smart. He's quick. He's all over the field. Now you know this Packers team. Sure, you know, Aaron Donald and Rams defensive line is tough. There's, you know, Leonard Floyd's playing out of his mind at linebacker. Um, and, you know, we'll cover that, too, in the next uh, couple of days or breaks. But, you know, just to focus on this Devontae Adams thing against Jalen Ramsey, or, you know, LaFleur's got to make sure he gets Aaron Jones in the game plan. Here's a stat for you. When Aaron Jones touches the ball 15 times or more a game, the Packers are 11-0 and so far this year. How about that? So you talked to Nathaniel Hackett, and Hackett was with, with the Jaguars when Jalen came on to the field as a rookie, and he talked about how this kid stood out in Jacksonville. One play, it was a go ball, and he turned around and caught it with one hand like behind him. It was unbelievable. Um, so I think that just from a skill set, he I mean, he's a special player, and I, we all know that. Uh, I think, you know, now he, he he's he's – got just so much more experience and he's played so much more football, seen so many more things. And he's added a whole different world of zone coverage to be able to play off and read. And then he can also be aggressive up at the line and play man uh, and use his athletic ability. So, uh, I mean, he's just an all around talented guy and, and, he, and his competitiveness is unbelievable. Mike Clemens joining us. I love these conversations with you. I learned so much cause I don't have time to listen to all these, you know, coaches talk and everything. And, 
I think this is a debut for uh, this show. We're going to hear from outside linebacker coach Mike Smith. Yeah, but I, I mean, I know he's like not much of a name. This dude's awesome. I mean, everybody says, well, wow, you know, you're so good at this. Thing. It's not that tough. If you pay attention to what some of these coaches are saying, you can see where the roadmap is going. Whether it's right or wrong, you know where the team is going. If you pay attention and you hang around and you ask these guys the right question and you give them time to talk. And this guy, like, um, like you know, how you're, how you're going to handle uh, – their left tackle, Andrew Whitworth, 11 years with the Bengals. He's been out in L.A. now the last four years. He's 39 years old. They showcased him on uh, Hard Knocks this summer when they did Hard Knocks with the Rams and the Chargers. You know, this, guy, this, this guy could be, uh, at 39, he could be a head coaching candidate right now. He's still out there playing left tackle. and so I His asked, coach is 34. I, I know, yeah. I asked, I asked Mike Smith, how is this guy still a starting left tackle in a playoff game for the Rams? You know, it's, it's pretty impressive with him. Obviously, he's, he's a really smart guy. He understands angles. When I watch him, he understands pass rush angles. He understands leverage. He understands who he's going against. Um, so you see a little bit of different, a little bit different things every week from him when you watch him. But um, he's just a, he's a savvy guy. He just he, he understands the game and uh, understands where he needs to be. You know, that's why he's played so long. It's a, he's, it's going to be a good challenge for our for our guys, and uh, I'm excited to to watch him get after him. Give me some more Mike Smith. I need some more Mike Smith outside linebacker coach. Well, I'll tell you this. There's no question this defensive unit feels very good what they did to, against Derrick Henry. That they came up with a plan, they executed it, and it worked. And you think, well, it was, you know, it was Kenny Clark and it was Chris Barnes. No, you know what made the difference is they got their pass rushers to understand what role they really need to be, and that's thinking run defense first and when you're setting the edge, it's not to keep the quarterback in the pocket. It's to keep the running back up the middle. When guys like Derrick Henry or Aaron Jones bounce outside, they're gone. That's when they get to the second level. Sure, sometimes they can you know, squeeze up the middle and, and, and burst out there. But for the most part, it, they want to get to the perimeter because they get less shots on their body. And so the difference is that they got Zadarius Smith on the right side and not Preston Smith, but Rashawn Gary on the backside, coming off the left side, and to hold that edge and to force that running back in and not think about cutting back out, even though these teams are trying to run outside zone schemes as well. That's what makes the difference. And Smith has to prove it to these guys and get them to buy in and to be more physical and, you know, and, and use the techniques that they're teaching them and Smith says, you know, I'm, I'm not going to treat these guys like children because the film never lies. The film never lies. Wherever you put on that film, that's who you're going to be. And around this, around this league, you don't want to be known as somebody that, that's not a violent person. This is a violent game. Just part of just sitting back and looking at it. These guys are grown men. I'm not, I'm not going to you know, sit here and hold your hand and, 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 and ask you nicely, hey, can you please do it? I'm a, you know, I'm not a big screamer. I don't yell all the time. You know, I'm going to tell you how I see it. I'm not going to pee on your leg and tell you it's raining. When something's not right, tell them. That's part of just being being a coach and being a professional. I'm not, I'm not coaching junior high or high school or even even college kids. These are these are grown men, and, and that's part of this part of this business. You know, you're a reflection of me, and if it's not done, then it's, then it's on me. And so, 
nothing's ever going to be perfect for us. We have our best game. Like Tennessee, I thought we freaking rolled off as one of our better games, setting the edges, and I still think we can get a lot better. Now that's a football guy right there, Mike Smith. Is but I will guy. never, ever pee on your leg and tell you it's raining. <laughs> You're a better man than I then. That's for sure. Hey, this is a big uh, matchup because it's the number one offense, Packers, against the number one defense, Rams. Mm-hmm. But the Packers defense shouldn't be overlooked either. And if they're going to, you know, make it to Tampa for the Super Bowl, they're going to need their defense to step up. Whether they whether they get past this team and they got to play the Saints or they got to play Tom Brady in the cold and the Buccaneers. And, and you know, I think that, that their guys, their corners, Kevin or – Jair can, you know, hang with Robert Woods. And I th- I think that they can figure out something for Cam Akers, you know, the rookie, uh, if they could figure out Derrick Henry at home, at Green Bay. But, you know, what I do like is also to see a little bit more of that vocal leadership coming from the professor, the wizard, uh, Mike Pettin, on asked directly, do you think you can take this team to a Super Bowl with defense? You're only as good as your last performance. So then that's one thing that we, we stress to our guys week in and week out that, uh, you know, what we've done getting to this point when we step on the field on Saturday means, means absolutely nothing. We have to go out and we want to play in the NFC Championship game. we got to go out and earn it. Uh, you know, I think our guys understand that. You know, I, I know they're going to be prepared. And, and as we've, you know, when we've been successful, you know, that's our guys. We're, we're confident because, because of the preparation. And, and uh, I certainly see that continuing this week. Mike Clemens, Mike Clemens NFL on Twitter. Appreciate your time. Have fun this weekend. We'll talk Tuesday. Thanks, Bart. Mike Clemens, Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If you're applying for a home renovation loan and you're a bit anxious, breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. The breaking news in the NBA yesterday, James Harden traded. Breaking news in the NFL this morning regarding Urban Meyer. We'll have the latest on that coming up in 60 seconds. want to remind you about my friends at Windows Select. 262-703-3500. 262-703-3500. It is cold this week. It's going to be cold. We're, this is called winter. We understand that. So it gets a little colder. And if it's cold in your home, uh, you know, sometimes what do you check first? The furnace, the heat. But if your heat is on and you're still cold, like walk by one of your windows. Check out where the windows are. Is there some leaking? Is there some condensation buildup? Is it a little cooler there? These windows, especially if they're older, they're not as high quality as the ones at Windows Select, and they're not as energy efficient. So, I mean, if you want to try to call up your energy company and say, hey, lower my bill, they're, they're going to hang up on you. So if you want that bill lowered, new windows, new energy efficient windows, high quality windows that they make in Menominee Falls at Windows Select that they've perfected, that they back with a double lifetime warranty, that is the place to go. 262-703-3500. And for the exterior remodel that you have in mind, doors, siding, the windows, of course, they'll do that all for you. They'll come out, do a free consultation, come back, get the job done for you. You don't have to pay them anything for a year. So you don't have to pay them anything for a year. And they have the buy one, get one deal on windows. That is good for as many windows as you buy. You just got a little room. You got two windows. You get one of those windows for free. You need 20 windows. You get 10 of those for free. Good stuff happening. Give them a call. Justin and the crew ready to come on out. 262-703-3500. 262-703-3500. Windowselect.com.
sports and stuff, but not so much stuff, just sports. The hey, uh, Ryan, are you going to buy a Mega Millions ticket today? Uh, no, but I am going to put $375,000 on the Ravens this week. Really? No, but I actually got my uh, my check, my 600 bones, <laughs> which would actually pay for the cafeteria food that my son had when he was in oh, the hospital. Oh, you got your stimmy? I got my stimmy, baby. Uh, that would actually probably cover the lunch that my kid ate in the hospital. It won't cover anything else, not even the emergency. Luckily, we met, we met our deductible in the ER. Wow. Yeah, it was actually a little bit of weight off my shoulders. Uh, I'm going to take all $600, and I'm going to put it on the Ravens. Did you get any pizza? You were at Children's, right? Yeah. I like their pizza. I like everything there, honestly. <laughs> I said it to my wife, and I'm not even— And they have the cook that make you, like, tacos yeah. and stuff? I said, do you think it would be weird— if I just like came here on a Wednesday for lunch <laughs> and she said, yes. Yeah. The pizza's good. I got to give a shout out to children's though. And uh, did you get the coffee booth? They make coffee. Yeah. That I got little... it all. Yeah. I was there for a week, man. My kid was like, he was like in heaven. He like, didn't want to leave the hospital. They, they, the, the, the nurses and the doctors must think that like, I'm like the worst parent. Like I beat my kid or something like that. Cause he like, didn't want to leave. Cause he's like, daddy, they got free food. And he's just eating the whole time. And he's watching Nickelodeon and Disney. And I'm like, well, free like free don't worry it's coming back on my tab but i uh, gotta give a shout out man every doctor every nurse everybody there was was great and i you know me i'm a very negative person i have nothing very. i have nothing negative to say about children's honestly you don't even like yourself heroes that work there the doctors the nurses um and the nicest people like man my kid he can't do pt yet but yesterday we or two days ago whenever i was off we had an appointment and he's got four different surgeons coming in to check on him and, and like look at his scars because i was really worried about infection because like an idiot after my kid broke his femur i was talking with my dad and he's like oh man i just can't stop thinking about alex smith's leg and i was like why would you say that to yeah, me right thanks now? dad why would you say but i was already thinking about it myself but luckily my kid's bone wasn't sticking out and i guess that's when you really got to worry about infection and adults are more more prone to it um, That's so, why you don't watch sports, because you're more familiar with injuries than if you didn't watch sports. Yeah, but shout out to Children's, man, because, again, they had four different people, like, just checking on his scars, and it was it was awesome. The, surger, the surgeon that did the surgery uh, answered all my questions, and I had about 500 of them. I was talking to him about Alex Smith, and he was kind of, like, looking at me like, dude, you're crazy, but didn't say that, so I appreciated that. So, huge shout out to them. The best. The best. The best. Do you think Urban Meyer is going to succeed in Jacksonville? Uh, yeah. You know what? Why not? What's Urban Meyer good at as a coach, though? Motivating. Recruiting, which you can't. See, that's the thing, is that I worry sometimes with collegiate coaches who do make the jump because I think that it's a whole new world. Uh, now, the offenses, that's the thing. Like, the offenses in the NFL – Everything kind of looks the same to college football. Whereas, like, 20 years ago, it was hard to evaluate coaches or quarterbacks because you'd be like, okay, this guy's really good at the collegiate level, but is his game going to translate to the pros? And same thing with coaches. Whereas now, like, NFL offenses and college offenses, they're really the same thing. But with Urban Meyer, uh, is his heart going to be in it, literally, like, because he does have heart issues? Is he going to do the thing where he misses his family come week four? And our guy's going to buy into Urban Meyer. Because Urban Meyer... On the college football level, you know, he, he's like a god. But in the pros, like him going into that room, talking to James Robinson or, you know, any of the vets, to them he's just like, oh, this guy that used to coach at Ohio State that we just watched on the big college football Saturday show. Why am I going to listen to this guy? 
Uh, there's no deal done yet, according to Schefter. Can't wait to see what kind of money Urban Meyer Friend gets. of show, though, Michael Lombardi, says there is an agreement. I'd go off what he says. He knows what he's doing. Well, and he's a friend of show. <laughs> well, exactly. Schefter isn't our buddy. Lombardi is. No. I actually have Lombardi's number saved in my phone. I don't have Adam Schefter. I wish I did. I'd text him and say, hey, man, do you think that Todd, 600 bucks on the Ravens is Todd, a little Todd, can much? you go in Horvath's booth and pick up that name he just dropped, son? T- Todd actually left for the day. He had a doctor's appointment. He had to get checked up on. Um, again? Yeah, again. I didn't ask any questions, man. Uh, is he just skipping out of work? I think he is. And why did no one tell me he was leaving? I think he is. But I'm the one that is responsible for him. But like, don't you agree? Like, like, like I the example I used earlier in hoops, like John Beeline. I he should have never left Michigan, but the money came calling, and he was just so fed up with the NCAA and their BS that he was like, "All right, I'm out of here." But it didn't end up working out because at the collegiate level, you're a teacher, you're a motivator. On the pro level, let's be honest, most times you're a babysitter, you're managing egos, and some guys can't do that. And Urban Meyer has a pretty big ego himself. Is he going to be able to manage his ego, Trevor Lawrence's ego, in that locker room? I don't know. I hope they get hard knocks, though. Don't they meet the qualifications? They've had a losing record. Who's out first? Urban Meyer or Steve Nash? Ooh. Neither. I think both of them are going to be there for a while. Probably Urban Meyer. Steve Nash has been trying to be a coach since he got out of the association, <laughs> you know and now he gets this mess of pardon. KD had to. KD. KD. I don't know if you watched the game last night against the Knicks. KD had I to walk did. up. He had to walk up to Nash and, and literally give him a play, and then KD checked himself back in the game because they had a big lead, and then it got real close. It was only a five point game, <laughs> and Nash was like telling him to sit, and he's like, "No, I'm going back in." We're so, back tomorrow. See. The Ryan Horvath Show at five. WSSP Milwaukee. This is the Big Show Radio Network on 1250 AM. The Fan, a radio.com sports station. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.